Good morning. <laughs> Can we just make this a permanent change? <laughs> sure. Maybe. We'll see what our listeners think. Um, so this week, we, what well, we decided to do around where we all choose an EP, which if you don't know, is like an album, but shorter. So it was my choice, and I chose the EP Adorn by the band You'll Never Get to Heaven. You'll never get to heaven. Adorn. get to heaven um this came out in 2014 they are a canadian duo um i believe the label is psychic handshake i don't know anything about them and this is basically like a dream pop indie rock band um i don't know a lot about this band i tried to like read about them a little bit today and there's not much out there um they're fairly small um i I started two members so very small yeah, very small. <laughs> I started listening to this um, a couple months ago. I just saw someone like randomly post this EP on Instagram and I was like, oh, that looks cool. I'll check it out. And so, yeah, I started listening to it. So it's not something that's like, you know, been like a Hannah classic or anything, just something I kind of recently mm. came across and thought was cool. Um, before we get started, Patrick, could you describe what their sound is like? I wanted to use the most cliche or low effort description possible i would say dream pop but i think they do do some things a little bit different than some dream pop bands uh i mean it's a lot of reverb you would like what you would expect but they have a fairly lo-fi approach to it on this ep mm-hmm. um yeah a lot of like vintagey yeah vintagey and just like kind of reverbs that sound a little roomier trashier in a way not like spacey reverb. And it's primarily, um, I think it's just a female, one female vocalist, um, kind of like quietly sung vocals. And some of the tracks are even just instrumental. Yeah, there's six tracks total and two of them are kind of like instrumental interludes. One minor point before we dive into the rest of it. What does EP stand for? Oh, it stands for extended play. 
I was going to say that, but okay. I didn't want to be patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So round table, Zach, what did you think of this? Um, what did you think that I would think of this? Um, I think that you're not going to like it because it's shoegaze. Oh, okay. See, I didn't feel like it was shoegazy. So, okay. uh, so you liked it. <laughs> I guess th that's the only factors here is if it's shoegazy or not shoegazy Proximity or snarky to shoegaze, yeah. and not snarky. Yeah. <laughs> those are two things that we those go are the, Yeah, those are the only genre qualifiers anymore. Uh, I actually did like it. Um, I didn't necessarily like love it, mm -hmm. but I definitely enjoyed it. Like the, the night that you picked it, I listened to it as I was going to bed and, uh, -huh. uh, it felt, and that was when I sent you guys the Twin Peaks theme song. Okay. Yeah. I was confused the, about why you sent that, but then I was like, I think it's probably because of this music. Yeah. yeah like this, this seems like, I guess, a Lynchian in tone. Mm -hmm. and it just didn't kind of like, like very dreamy and ethereal and like, yeah. Um, but I guess to, to kind of further, you know, like bring it home, I was reading like some true crime stories as I was going to bed and <laughs> it even felt more Twin Peaks like as I was listening to it. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I did like it a lot. Um, it just has an overall, like very easy to listen to feel like, no, there, you know, there's nothing like aggressive or like, yeah. um, like, you know, like jarring or anything. It's just kind of. Yeah, it's kind Mostly, of floats around you. And... Yeah, it's very peaceful. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Cool. I yeah. thought you weren't going to like it, so pleasantly to, surprised. Glad to disappoint. <laughs> James, what about you? What did you think of it? I liked it. That was good. I had any, anyone other than Patrick heard of this band before? No. Okay. Had James, not. had you heard of them? No. Okay. What else did you think about it, James? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it reminded me of different artists, which is always good and more ambient than I expected. I was kind of surprised at the Dream Pop label because I feel like it's more of an ambient thing than a Dream Pop thing, but it's mm -hmm. cool. Who did it remind you of? Well, I sent you guys a song, <laughs> a, a new Jabez song, which I guess that's the correct pronunciation. Ten minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not get a chance to listen to that. So that first song reminded me a lot of that which is always cool. One of my favorites. I just thought that the little guitar, if I assume it's guitar, I really liked that part that was repeating a lot. And then last song sounded like John Hopkins to me, which is a good thing. Parts sounded like Nils Fromm to me, which is cool. So it was a nice little experience. Cool EP. What about you, Patrick? I liked it too. What James just said about dream pop versus ambient is kind of similar to some of my thoughts about this, the first track I would say is very dream pop, like within the realm of dream pop. And that seems to be like their most popular song. Mm -hmm. The rest of the EP does get a lot more ambient. And I actually like that about it because I think it's a more unique choice than just like sticking with like the dream pop type sounds. But now that you're like going a little deeper into that, my first thought was like, okay, this is like chill wave music. The first song sounds like Chill Wave. And then it sounds like, I look like it up. really washed out to me. Yeah. For and sure. There's, yeah. there's no mention of Chill Wave anywhere, right? I guess it's just not cool to be a Chill Wave band anymore. After well, I think people kind of just stopped using the word Chill Wave after, right. I don't know, 2010 or something. But that was my first thought was Chill Wave. And then I thought it sounded darker, like had some goth elements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I guess that's like a dark wave thing, which that is like, uh, 
space that interests me, but I don't know a lot about. So I got, uh, to me, I felt like I got hints of that. The band said that um, people use the word haunting to describe them, which they liked. I could see that. And yeah, I thought that was true. I mean, I think that still goes back to my uh, my Lynchian yeah. Yeah, <laughs> description. Sure. So they have one full-length album before this, which I think came out in 2012, which I have not listened to. I think it's self-titled. And then they have an album that came out in 2017 called like Image or Images or something like that. Um, and I listened to that just once today. And there was actually one song on there that sounded very similar to the Twin Peaks theme song. I can't oh, really? remember like the title of the song, but like, I mean, not where it was like r- ripping it off, but like, yeah. I think it would even remind you more of it than okay. any of these songs. So, Well, I guess while we're talking about that, I feel like it it's definitely, so that second song, which it's a cover, right? I think that's what I saw. Yeah, Brian Eno cover. Okay. Yeah, that that the way that riff that dun dun it's just it seems like influenced uh, very heavily by that that theme song. And then you and hear I, like the strings coming in and I think everything. It might be the yeah. other way around, though. It could be. Yeah. Honestly, I you know I, the cover of the, the song oh, that yeah, it's covering it's from is the from the 70s. Yeah. Okay. Brand, See, I never yeah. and I haven't heard the original. Um. But yeah. Yeah. It we listened either, to it right before we started this. It's cool. Either either way, I, I love all that, and that's. I remember like hearing that theme song, just thinking like, I want more music like this, just well, to exist. There you so. go. <laughs> and I've I haven't listened to enough Brian Eno. That I feel like that's something that I've, I used to put him on when I was like studying for papers or, or like tests mm-hmm. and stuff, <laughs> writing papers. And like, it was actually, um, his catalog is too big to really like, I know. Completely. Yeah, that's I, I really haven't ever really sat down and listened to Brian, you know, even though it's like, yeah, or just try to find a few records you like and just legendary musician. But like, yeah. Yeah. That being said, music for airports is amazing. Right. Well, and like we just listened to this song by him. Um, and like I was even thinking like, oh, maybe I'll just like check out this album because <laughs> yeah. it's like I have an entry point. Here Come the Warm um, Jets. It's really good. Yeah. Very helpful person to be aware of if you're going to do a crossword puzzle. <laughs> Appears very frequently. Okay. You know. Does he? <laughs> yes. It's just one of those words because it's like those letters just come up a lot. So. And like if it's E and O, like that got its way into the grid. That's how it's going to be clued something about. Ambient oh, yeah. musician Brian. He's got a very, yeah, a very cluable last name. Yeah. Another uh, Green um, World. Very good, too. The first thing I ever listened to by him was A Small Craft on a Milk Sea, which is one of his more recent things. You and seem like a, an expert, James. Yeah, I didn't know we had an, an Eno expert. What about uh, Before and After it. Science? I have not listened to that. That's what this one is from. I haven't listened to it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I checked it. I checked what it was from. I was like, nope, I haven't listened to it. But, yeah, there's so many collaborations, so many releases it's just intimidating to try to like yeah. dive into definitely um so yeah that song by this river it reminded me also um i meant to look this up so i wouldn't have to do this on air but patrick what was that video game that we played like a couple years ago that like had the like kind of boards of canada-esque soundtrack oxen free yeah oxen free oh have you played that no, they just announced a sequel like two days ago. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. Okay, yeah, that. It's a, yeah, it's a cool game, so you should check it out. But that song also reminded me of that. This sort of, because it it's sort of like bouncing and sort of like swirling and I don't 
That's like how that game is. So what was everyone's favorite track or tracks? Uh, I liked the first two tracks a lot. Mm-hmm. That that riff that's just, like it starts out with just those harmonics. I, I'm just like a sucker for harmonics in general. So just like having a full riff of harmonics. I, that's probably my favorite part of that song. And then yeah, the buy this rubber uh, that that cover, and I I'm actually I'm queuing up the original in my ear right now, and that's yeah, that's great too. Um, nice, but yeah. yeah, the rest of it was just take it or leave it. I, those first two tracks I went actually the first three because that it has that instrumental afterwards mm-hmm. with the yeah. um, like the record scratching. That actually appears that, like on almost every song. The record I think. sound, yeah. 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 I wonder yeah. if they're using the free Isotope plugin. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, but it sounds really good in your headphones when you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the third track too. I thought that that one actually. I know I just said Boards of Canada, but that one actually reminded me of Boards of Canada. Oh really? Also. That one's called Unwound, right? Unravel. Unravel. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Close enough. Um, that it's kind of an interesting title because. When I was listening to it, I wonder if that's kind of the feeling they maybe when they were composing that, that's kind of like what the song is supposed to be. Because it has that that little like riff. And then it has a delay. And then like it feels like the delay kind of gets a little later and later. Mm, like it's unwinding yeah. or unraveling. There you go. But maybe I'm just overthinking, putting too much thought into what they're doing. No coincidences. You're not allowed to believe good. in coincidence. Um, that's true. I thought the first track was really good, but I felt like, yeah. okay, that's the obvious choice. So, mm-hmm. right. Number four. I think Ad- Adorn, Adorn, yeah. I was really catching that one. beginning of it almost kind of sounds like Bauhaus. Yeah, with those drums, those... Uh, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought that a lot. Like, and that era. it also sort of vaguely reminds me of Pink Frost. <laughs> which we <listen> to, <laughs> um, on the potluck. Um, nice. Yeah, it also, once that's, this one gets going, it has some kind of cool bass lines. <laughs> So just like really rounded kind of reverby bass mm-hmm. tone um and then yeah the last track closer is like the most ambient one, i, I, I guess. like that one a lot yeah i like that too i don't remember anything from that to be honest with you it's just like very ambient yeah. it's just like waves kind of yeah i mean it's not waves but it's like you know feels like waves mm-hmm. 
like I, I know I've listened to it, but yeah, like I, it's, it's something about it is like, I guess to go back to Eno esque, you know, my uh, the the way my brain works, I guess I hate. There's not, not a hook. It, it's like yeah, it, <laughs> not not that not the hate word. It just doesn't like process or like store that. It's just like cool. That's noise, you know. Yeah, kind of washes over you, and then yeah, doesn't it leave it. But it's cool because it's like that's that music is more for like a feeling or like it's not necessarily like meant to be consumed in the same way you consume melodic music right so yeah i kind of was like i don't know i didn't really have time to like fully think about this or like form the thought but like i was thinking about like i'm not really sure what kind of the overarching like theme of like this ep is Mm -hmm. or like i don't know but i almost like i feel like with this kind of music and like the cp i almost like don't think of it in those terms like i just think of it as more of just like this like sonic palette mm-hmm. that you're like just experiencing and like being inside of yeah and i guess part of that is just because there's not like a lot of lyrics or anything and i mean the lyrics that do exist like on the first track i mean they're kind of they're almost just like what you'd expect like it's like about like dreams and like you yeah. know it's kind of just yeah, I don't I mean, think they're not, bad not or anything, too, but it's um, like, but it's like that's not kind of the, that's not really the point of it to me. Not to criticize them because I mean I do like this, but like to me the way this release comes off a little bit is like they wrote two quote unquote real songs <laughs> with, it, with the the first one and the fourth one. Yeah, and then they like kind of were like, well, we want to put these out, but we want to make it an EP, so we'll pat it out with a cover and <laughs> yeah, cover and some instrumentals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, but I, I like how it comes together. It's a cool release. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would be. I mean, that might be kind of how it. I think you're both was organized. Yeah, I think you're both right about that. Is like they're like we have to get you know let's get these songs out there. But like they at least have it all like as a cohesive package. It it's like you know I don't know, maybe this is too marketing, but like it it seems like this is like a brand you know that they're trying to mm. get out there of like this is what we sound like. This is our you know. They have a very specific style, and it works. Yeah, I don't know if they're still, like, around. I mean, their um, full length that came out after this came out in 2017, and they did, like, a, so they're from Canada, I think I said that. They did, like, some U.S. tour dates around that, and it seems like they were, like, posting some in, like, 2018 and stuff, but, like, I looked at their Instagram before this, and, I mean, they posted, like, a couple things um, last summer, like, about Black Lives Matter, but mm-hmm. they haven't posted anything about music in a while. Um, sad. Yeah, we we so hardly I don't know knew if you. Like, yeah, so I don't know if they're still making music or you know just kind of going through COVID like everyone. Um, so the first track had a music video. Did you guys? Did any of you guys watch Mm-mm. that? No. Yeah, it's kind of. I think the album art comes from it potentially. It's kind of just like a bunch of different shots that are like kind of done in that style. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, I like the album art, so I should go look at that. Yeah. Um, Patrick, could you describe it for us? Album art is a very dreamy, surrealist type image. Um, it's a woman's face. She has her eyes closed, but there's some sort of optical distortion effect that's been applied to it where there's sort of like melty copies of her face blurring out from, from the sort of, I don't know, the main <laughs> image of it. And yeah, there's no text on it. It's just that image. Kind of looks like a. I think what's on Spotify may not be the full album cover. I think it was meant 
in like a I think it like goes down farther. It's like oh, not really? a square. I think it was meant for like a cassette format or something. Oh yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, I think the full album art is not a square, and so it does like extend a little bit. Oh yeah, I down. see. If you go to their band camp. I think above her, the other guy is the me- the other member is in it too, like the bottom of his face or something. Oh, yeah. So on band camp, there's sort of a cassette sized image and. The face part is at the bottom, and then above is some more blurred out, hazy stuff that it's not really clear what it is. But yeah, they did a cassette release, I believe, and like a small vinyl run of this. It seems very 2014. <laughs> do a cassette release. It's 2021. Is that still like a big thing to do? Like your, your bands still out there and put out cassettes? Yeah, bands still do cassettes. Smaller bands for sure. Yeah, they're affordable. That's cool. Um, James, do you like this album art? I feel like. It's something that you would like a lot, but I do like it. Okay, it seems like something seems someone very James would, to me would would post with the caption "aesthetic" under it. You know? <laughs> oh, I wanted Perhaps. to. Speaking of that, like the first song, I thought like, oh, it sounds like vaporwave a little bit. <laughs> Some interesting. Influences. Right to me, it sounded more chill wave. I mean, not that I'm an expert on the distinction, but I, I think vaporwave to me when I think of vaporwave. I think more of um, that sort of commercialized, yeah, for sure, like easy listening vibe, rather than this dark vibe or the chill wave. Like, I'm not sure how to describe chill wave now, but waves. You know are what involved. chill wave sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a little different than vaporwave. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't. I think vaporwave could also have been a perfect descriptor for chill wave, like. If 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 chill wave had instead been called vapor wave, yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. So, I I just assumed that those were the two band members in the album cover, but I do not. They are not. They they don't look like. Yeah, (laughs) I I I don't really see a second person on the album cover. I can see where you might see one, but it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell if that is a person. But no, I don't think that that's like what the singer of the band looks like. I think it's like an actress that was in the music video. I don't even know Mm -hmm. if like. The music video might just be like footage from other things. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not necessarily something that they filmed. I, I don't know. I mean, I, do remember, I think they're a pretty small band, so I don't think they have like a big music video budget. Yeah. But speaking of the singer, I, I was kind of listening on how she was singing. And I, I just, it was kind of an interesting image of like, just from like when, when I've recorded with bands, I've always had vocalists who like were either like yelling or screaming or, you know, like giving it a lot when they were mm-hmm. singing and it's just kind of interesting to like picture somebody in the studio like yeah like singing like, quietly <laughs> singing quietly and like whisper singing or like yeah you know I, I just it's just kind of a, an interesting thing that I've never thought about um yeah I was wondering like what they would have been like live I don't know yeah I don't know sometimes bands like this live like I have a hard time staying through a whole set just because it's yeah like, I feel like they can yeah it's like they can do it a lot of different ways yeah um, so it depends like i've seen patrick and i saw like washed out live you know back in 2010 2011 <laughs> whatever it's been wow. some time um I'm trying to think what other like bands in this genre it's not dissimilar from like fog lake yeah that's true which was a cool show i thought yeah but i feel like the way they played it was just more kind of like you know right full band implementation yeah. So yeah, I don't know if they toured with like more of a full band or if it, I, mean, I think it was just the two of them probably. So I don't know how they achieved some of these sounds and whatnot. I could be totally wrong about this, but in my mind, 
when I imagine this band touring. I, I imagine that this is a band, the kind of band that like has a small, somewhat devoted following online. But mm-hmm. when they tour, it's oh, yeah, like I'm five sure, like, people there. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, awesome. well, and yeah, I mean, their tour seemed fairly like small too. Like they did, yeah. they did like New York. Um, it was, from what I could see, I think it was only like five or six dates, but they somehow like did New York and also like California. Hmm. So like, I don't Jet know. setters. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could just fly. Yeah. If it's just the two of them. And like, if they don't have a lot of live instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So you guys want to give your final thoughts on it? I'm going to just hold mine in my head. Just have you guess them. I think we're going to try something different tonight. <laughs> I thought I had you all figured out. But I know. And I, uh, I'm either really surprised. good at acting like I like it or I actually did like it. So <laughs> I'll try to guess the thoughts in uh, Zach's head. Okay. Yeah. Picture a large, mostly empty room. <laughs> okay. That's his head. Not yeah. a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> well, actually... That's not a, a bad description for like maybe part of the sound of this band. It's like a large, yeah, empty room, and everything's everything's yeah. wet and underwater, and like that's <laughs> the sound. It's not a bad. It's not a bad description for the band. An empty room, nothing really happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kind of like it. dust particles floating around. Yeah, it made me think about space, which is always cool to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so it makes James think about space. It makes me think about dust particles. It makes Patrick. me think about water. And Dave and Lynch. What about you, Patrick? I've never watched Twin Peaks. I don't know what you guys are talking about whenever you mention The second track also had like almost like anime vibes to me. Like the kind of like bouncing. The vocals seemed a little anime to me. Not the vocals necessarily, like the instrumentals. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Patrick, for your closing, you have to tell us what it makes you think of. Um, I don't know. It makes me think of being alone i guess it's a very i feel like kind of a loner album mm-hmm. yeah when you're describing of... the show with like not a lot of people there <laughs> and it seems like an album that's very sort of it conjures up things like memories or sort of Dreams. thinking back on past experiences or emotions and not necessarily like sort of your own reaction to it or your own rethinking of it rather Mm. than uh, other people but you know yeah i i actually it it seemed very melancholic i kind of i kind of had a similar experience to it where yeah more of the feelings of old memories than like the actual experience of those old memories yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good description we nailed it look at that Hmm. so patrick what are what ep are we going to listen to next uh, is it a problem if I pick something that's not on Spotify? No, I don't think so, no. All right. We're going to listen to, uh, I talk about this band all the time. We're going to listen to the Who Calls So Loud EP. Oh, it's just self-titled. They're, they had an album and an EP. Both were self-titled, but the, search out the EP has a green cover. Um, all right. We'll make sure everyone has the, the right version. Yeah. I think it'll be good to to force you guys it'll be good to force you guys to listen to this band in the context of an EP because if you don't like it you're not going to want to sit through a whole album but if you do then you've got a whole album's worth of material to check out after this sweet little taster here alright cool 
Thank you for listening. Shorter episode this week. Next week, we'll be continuing our EP choices by listening to Who Calls So Loud's self-titled EP. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at clubclub at Have a great day.